This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Welcome to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, a relaxing and informative show where we explore anxiety, panic, and PTSD, sharing how you can overcome them for life. Aloha, welcome back to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. In today's episode, I want to talk about eight ways that you might be unconsciously adding to your mental distress. And the things that we don't know about, we can't change. So hopefully, talking about these eight ideas, you might be able to pinpoint one or two that you have been unconscious about and be able to make some changes to help you feel less stressed. The first one is two-parter. It's isolation and poor social interaction. And so isolation meaning that We are feeling disconnected from people. Not that we are alone, but that we are disconnected. And isolation has actually been observed to physically alter the brain in ways that the brain is also changed in patients that have Alzheimer's disease. So it's important that we pay attention to our lifestyle because it does affect us physically. Isolation also increases the risk of depression and stress, anxiety, loneliness, heart attack, stroke, you name it, right? We already know this, that our stress can cause these things, and isolation is a stress on us. So while it's advisable to cut off unhealthy social interactions, right? You don't want to be in toxic relationships or in toxic situations or interactions. But it's also, on the other hand, crucial that we build and maintain healthy interactions that keep us from feeling isolated. We just want to have a good connection with people. And we don't have to be physically with these people to do it, which brings me to the next piece, which is the internet, which brings us great social media, right? And great ways of staying connected with people. We don't need to actually be with a lot of people to feel connected. You can essentially be in a room full of people and feel isolated, right? We've all experienced that at some point in our lives. So it's important that we pay attention to the relationships that we do have, even if they are ones that are built around the internet or social media. So 
Social media has both sides to the coin. We can stay connected with a lot of people, but we want to make sure that we are not escaping reality by only being on social media to escape real social interactions. The result is that those who stay very much glued to their screens and ignore spending quality time with loved ones can actually emotionally be starving themselves of good relationship. The simple habit of going out and meeting new people or being with loved ones or connecting with loved ones, even if that is through social media or the internet or the phone, the old school way, and putting your screens away when it is necessary for you to be with people in person. So we see this all the time when we're out in social settings, we'll see two people together, let's say at a coffee shop, and they're both on their phone. It would be nice if they could put their phones down, maybe put their social media down for a moment and connect. Now, maybe they are doing that. I am not judging them. I am just saying that I have seen it and thought, I hope that they are also connecting with each other, which they probably are. But let's make sure that we're doing that. It is so elusive this connection with our screens and our phones, that we want to make sure that we are paying attention to how much it is coming into our lives and how much we are giving to it. Now you're probably listening to me and thinking, well, I listen to podcasts, I listen to things on YouTube, and I watch things on the internet. And yes, we all do that. And this is the great part of social media and the internet. Just make sure that you are paying attention and not feeling a sense of isolation or a sense of having poor social interactions. The next one that I have happens to all of us here and there, and maybe we don't pay enough attention to it to correct it. And this is the life of busyness. It can also be over multitasking. We all multitask here and there. We have things that we do. Maybe you're listening to this while you're doing something else. Yes, we do those things. But we want to make sure that we are the ones in control of that, not the tasks, not the idea of being busy. So many people are busy and they are also busy being busy. I hear this from clients and group members all the time. We have to figure out what is important and what is urgent. Oftentimes we are doing urgent things all day long, putting out fires, so to speak, but they are not the important tasks in our lives. Those often get shuffled to the side or swept to the side and never really given our full attention. We can be juggling a lot of things in our lives and activities, and this comes to a place where we begin to feel burnt out or that we don't care about things anymore. And this can leave us so drained that we never got to those important tasks. We are too busy putting out fires and juggling all the little busyness of our daily life. This is extremely stressful and it is 
amazing how easily this can creep into our lives. So give your daily life a good look today and see if you are busy being busy and see if there are places that you can slow down and focus on the important things and not spend your whole day putting out fires. Have you tried one skin for your skincare routine yet? I love the simplicity of these products and the medical grade ingredients in them, not to mention how easily they fit into my skincare routine. The OS1 Face Moisturizer and OS1 Eye Cream make skin look visibly smoother and clearer and immediately feel softer and more hydrated. The secret is One Skin's proprietary OS1 peptide. It's the first ingredient proven to switch off the aging cells that cause lines, wrinkles, and thinning skin, and several studies back it up. So if you're tired of cycling through ineffective skincare trends and overcomplicated routines, then I'm so excited to share with you One Skin, just simple, scientifically validated solutions. OneSkin is the world's first longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, OneSkin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code ACP at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code ACP. After your purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The third one that I have for you is not putting yourself first. We forget sometimes that we are as important as all of the other things on our to-do list and we put ourselves last, and we say yes to everyone and every request that comes into our life. And this is very unhealthy, because this goes back to the other things I was talking about, being busy and getting burned out. We can pay attention to our to-do list and make sure that we are on there, that we are on there in ways that make us feel like we have taken care of our mental, physical, and spiritual health, that we have taken some time. This doesn't mean that you have to go off for a 10-day retreat or go on a vacation by yourself. This just means to pay attention to your mind, body, and spirit and asking, 
What do you need today? What would make you feel happy and fulfilled? So on to number four here, suppressing how you are feeling and what you are thinking. If we are suppressing anything, thoughts or feelings, we are setting ourselves up for more stress and struggle. We don't overcome our negative emotions, such as fear, anxiety, anger, sadness, and so on, by ignoring or suppressing them, but by facing and processing them. And so when we suppress, we are pushing it down into our subconscious and thinking that we're done. It's over with. But when we ignore these and suppress these thoughts and emotions, we risk having them build up only to bubble up at the most unexpected times. And sometimes it is the most inconvenient time and we feel like the feelings are unbearable. Situations like this can lead us to feeling panic, stress, anxiety, emotional outbursts, anger, to name a few. And these are issues that can be avoided if you take the time to process what you are thinking and feeling at that time. Now that doesn't mean in that exact moment, but it means making a mental note of how you are feeling and dealing with it or what you are thinking and dealing with it. That can mean talking with a therapist, a coach, a friend, someone in the clergy, whoever you feel is trusted in your life so that you can process them. Often journaling is a beautiful place to process our thoughts and feelings. And it doesn't mean that you have to ask for help in a formal way. You can actually do this again through your journal with a friend Or you could even join something like our group and have a way to ask questions and have people ask you questions so you can process your thoughts and feelings a little bit better. The fifth one I have is ignoring your physical needs, meaning not exercising, not getting the movement that you need in your life to keep your physical body in tip-top shape. Aside from the physical benefits of exercising, it has a lot of psychological, emotional, and mental benefits. For instance, just walking for 10 or 15 minutes a day can lift your mood and help you to cope with your stress much better. So there we go. Get yourself walking. And this could be purposeful walking. It could be walking to the train or the bus or to your car or to go shopping. But if you don't have that available in your life, it can be exercise walking, getting out into the air, into nature, under the sky, and actually moving your body in a park or on the street or in your house if it is a snow blizzard, and just moving your body so that you can actually be feeling the benefits of this magnificent body that you have. 
We have to pay attention to it. It won't take care of itself all the time if we don't give it the things that it needs so that it can take care of itself. And moving it every day is one of those things. So I hope that you will take a cue from this podcast today and actually find a way to move your body. If it isn't walking, it could be Tai Chi. It could be your yoga. You could be a swimmer playing a game, a sport, whatever it is. I mention walking all the time because it's something that most of us can do and we could do it easily. We could add it in easily. And maybe after that, you will branch out to more exciting things. The sixth one is lack of sunshine. Now, again, that could be coupled. You could take care of that along with walking. And we need to spend at least 10 minutes a day with that kind of bright sunlight to boost our mood and to synthesize the vitamin D. Now, we may need to expose our skin for the vitamin D, but for our mood, it's our eyes that need the sunlight. So, Obviously, the world has got different zones, and you may be not be in a zone that I am in where I can go out daily and expose my skin to the sun. But if you are not, I want you to make sure that you are taking your vitamin D as a supplement then. And exposing your eyes to sunlight, even a cloudy day offers sunlight on your eyes that can help your mood it is a true mood booster. And if you can't do that because of your work hours, I'm familiar with all kinds of different schedules. You can get a sun lamp and use that as your way to get that bright light on your eyes so that you can have a mood booster. Now, Of course, check with your physician if you have any health issues that may be complicated by using a sun lamp, but most people can use it quite easily. And 10 minutes at your desk, having it there or while you're reading in the morning can be a great help if you are in a dark climate. The seventh one I have for you is poor sleeping habits. So many people with anxiety have bad sleeping habits. Anxiety, depression, stress, all kinds of mental illnesses are all challenged by sleep. And they are also caused by odd sleep habits and worsened by the lack of adequate sleep. So we have to do our best We all have issues that maybe we can't work around so easily, but we can do the best that we can. And this relationship that we have between sleep and our mental health is so important that we want to take time during the day to take a nap if we need to. And if that starts to interfere with your sleep, some people cannot nap because then they cannot go to sleep at night. So you have to pay attention to this. But many people can catch a nap and feel revived and able to continue on with the rest of their day. So this is obviously personal. I don't want to get a lot of mail about not being able to nap because you can't go to sleep at night. That is a problem for some people. 
But for as many people, a nap can be a way to catch more of that time that you lost when you weren't able to have a good night's sleep. Another thing you can do is to meditate. It's a different kind of place that you go with meditation, but it is very helpful and it is definitely something that can boost your mood and keep you alert for the rest of the day. The eighth one that I have here is junk drugs, which includes prescriptions and alcohol. So this is all kinds of things that are good to take a look at. Now, food and foods like substances that are not really food, but they're packaged as food are good to look at because they could be really causing you physical stress, which is causing you mental stress in the very long run. And so the drugs is really important too. All drugs, street drugs, over-the-counter drugs, and prescription drugs. If you are on anything and you are struggling with anxiety and a lot of stress, you should bring this up to your prescribing physician because many drugs could be causing you side effects that are making you feel anxious or depressed or all of the above. So that just means that you're paying attention to what's going into your body. And if you are struggling and you are taking, like I said, any kind of medication or drug for long term and you are struggling, I want you to bring that up to your prescribing physician. It's very important. The same with alcohol. You know, to have your glass of wine in the evening is perfectly fine for most people and for other people, it is not. So this is something that you can bring up with your coach or your physician or your therapist and talk this out because it could be. And and with the drugs, it could be something as simple as your birth control pills, which can cause high anxiety. It can cause depression. All kinds of different mental changes happen. So talk to your physician about it. It's important. This is your body and the junk food. We all know about that. So do take a look at it. Take that stress out of your life if you can. It's certainly worth it. I hope this has been helpful for you. And I hope that you'll take a little bit of a look, see, into your life and some of the unconscious things that could be going on for you. We're getting ready to turn the page on a new year, and it would be a wonderful way if you could just clean out some of these things that you may not have even known were causing you irritation and stress. I hope nothing but the best for you, and I look forward to hearing from you. And now for today's quote. Well-being is realized by small steps, but is truly no small thing. And that's from Zeno. I'll be back in a few more days with another podcast. Until then, be well and aloha. Thanks so much for joining us for today's episode of the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Find more information at theanxietycoachespodcast.com.